Hello. Buongiorno. It's Arnold. And I'm Gray. And you're listening to Very That, a podcast that serves as therapy for two queer second generation brown millennial friends, using anecdotes, storytelling, and a little bit of dark humor to make sense of the world and ourselves and talk about the heavy topics in life while keeping it light and fun. I feel like that's like the slogan for like the next big douche that comes on the market, <laughs> you know? Like, hey, boys and girls, are you feeling a little backed up on the go? Take new whatever it's light and fun fleeting Just... relief <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of which how's it going <laughs> are we light and fun yes uh, i'm feeling heavy and very boring that's 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 the vibe well we just need to get her on her fiber supplement and she'll be fine two to three days pure for men <laughs> someone sponsor this fucking podcast already imagine if pure for men when's a pure for women they're the one like remember when all the yogurt commercials kept like marketing to women like they're the only ones who get backed up and i'm like hey i've got some shit in my butthole too that needs to get out yeah jamie lee can you talk to me please when are mm -hmm. we gonna switch bodies hello come on get into this freaky friday madness <laughs> but yeah Ugh. How's she doing though? It's good. Cause it's our season finale. <laughs> Can you believe it? We're fucking here. We did it. We did it. We did it. Season one. Wrapping up. Wrapping up. You know how I feel about wrapping it up. It's essential. It's important. Yes. Because sexual health is important. So, speaking of, should we ask these stars one last time for the season? One last time. Um, I don't know the rest of the song, so yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> you gotta keep it under 15 seconds anyways, guys. Copyright. Would you like to go first? Um, yeah. Okay, so again, I'm reading for Scorpio, and the question that's posing to me today is, are you feeling ignored? Uh, not really, because everyone's in my fucking inbox asking me some dumb shit. So, <laughs> no. But in the advice little section, the statement is, Take it all in. Ah! <laughs> now. 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 I'm sure... I'm sure if you've been a listener from day one, you probably know um, what I'm going to say. And in that, um, you're right. Because I'm just waiting for your dad to come over and, uh, you know, <laughs> it all in. Ugh, God, I wish. Jesus. Uh. It's been a dry couple of months. It's been a dry couple of months. Let me tell you, girl. <sighs> but uh, what's her saying? <laughs> that was too good. <laughs> well, my question, oh, backing it up, we're reading for Leo, as if you didn't already know. But my question for today is, are you hiding your true self from your friends? I'm like, bitch, you better not. It's like, she's right here. Like, I'm, I'm all, with I know too much subtle. at this point. <laughs> More than you would like to, but you know what? You signed up for it, and now you got to enjoy this ride. Oh, trust me. I've got a whole spreadsheet for you. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Tracking the insanity. Just um, at this trend here for this month, we can see that we've had a twenty percent uptick. In <laughs> When's our next tropical depression? Come on, Hurricane Arnold. She never left. <laughs> and then my statement says, "If someone makes you feel unsafe, it's not your fault." I can't help but to feel that it's a pointed statement at me because <laughs> I'm the reckless one. Well, you don't always need to put a cover on the pot. It's fine. The oil will splatter anyways. Don't worry about it. But yeah, season finale. Here we are. Honestly, gotta say it. Um, one, because I'm a narcissist, but two, because I fucking mean it. I'm proud of us. Bitch, I we am fucking did too. That. We so. did all of this. And yeah, so we thought it would be fun since we started out this season by asking each other some questions. We went to the gram and asked our devoted listeners to ask us some questions. So that's what we're going to do today. 
And I got to say, um, listeners, if you're listening, where's the engagement? Huh? Where's the engagement? <laughs> we could have had a whole inbox full of fucking questions and we just, you know, sure, we got a few, but we needed more. Come on now. Pick it up. Also, brand deals. I wanted some brand deals sliding <laughs> that DM. Come on. Someone just sponsor us, please. We're light and fun. That douche company, once they come to market, <laughs> they're gonna come knocking on our door. <laughs> just waiting for it. But shall we get into some of these questions? Yeah, let's get into some of these things. Um, that said, even though could have had better engagement the engagement we did have was fucking bomb and you guys had some pretty um one very gross questions but also <laughs> two some very uh pensive ones so good on you guys good on you people we gotta correct that inclusivity but yeah it's, mm -hmm. it's very much our brand deep and gross yeah <laughs> oh just like your dad <laughs> Been a while since i made a dad joke this is true this is true all right so this listener who's uh been an avid one since day one so big ups to them Woo. um they asked uh your favorite thing about this podcast question mark hella proud of you too exclamation point i oh, think the latter is just a statement and not a question <laughs> so perhaps this listener could do better by following the rules a bit. <laughs> But uh, your favorite thing about the podcast? I'll kick it over to you. Oh, uh, well, first of all, thank you. Proud of us, too. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, we are doing exactly what we set out to do. And I think that's what I'm most proud of. Like, mm -hmm. we set out to create a space where we're vulnerable and open, a space to document this crazy-ass friendship. And, you know, build a small little community of just, like, vulnerability. I'm very proud of that. You know what's funny? I think at the beginning, when we were, like, talking about building community, I was like, who cares? <laughs> I hate other people. But after, like, we've been doing this and seeing how people have responded, and I'm, like, not saying that we've got, like, millions of subscribers, but the ones we do have are fucking amazing. Yeah. And they always are, like, full of encouragement and always have nothing but the nicest things to say. Unless it's about our audio quality, in which case, <laughs> bite me. I we already know. We're working on it. We know. We're working on it. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what's been like the really, that's been the rewarding part, I think. Like, because it wasn't something I really expected coming out of this, that we would create a sense of community. And so I love that we've created like a space for people um, to explore themselves vicariously through our bullshit. Mm -hmm. Learn through our trauma. <laughs> relate so please learn don't make the same mistake but just learn from it <laughs> honestly having like one having someone reach out and being like hey listen to your podcast i'm like wait really you did and then give us so many compliments i'm like are you serious it like it warms my heart and soul into realms of uh, just utter elation and i could not i thought that was simple. just indigestion but i guess yeah in, in elation yeah, full of it's it. full of all it. of it yeah <laughs> take it all in <laughs> all nine inches of it but yeah well throwing it back all right what's your favorite thing honestly having time during the week to like kick it with you <laughs> oh what it's me yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> no it's just look you know what during quarantine sometimes it's hard to see your friends and I think having like a committed space where you can just like hang back with your girlfriends and shoot the shit is like necessary and encouraged. And I cherish the fact that I get to do with my best friend here. So there, I said it, it's on the podcast and I meant it. So whatever. Documented Next question. Forever. But yeah, <laughs> but I love that too, because you know, we started, what, it's 7.30 right now. We were supposed to start an hour ago. It's just like, we always take an hour of just like, kiki bullshit. And then we're like, okay, now just... we're going to start. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, it's late. We should start. <laughs> what else are these listeners asking us? Well, you know, our listeners, they like to come for us. So this listener asked, where's the last place you both cried? <laughs> At once? Or... <laughs> in unison, Arnold. When did we cry in unison? 
but where we harmonize. Oh my god, I think I know the last place. Well, I, I don't know if it's the last place that you cried, but I do want to tell a story of when I made you cry. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. This, um, so some might view this story as fiction. I'm not going to stop you from having that viewpoint. So, uh, but proceed. <laughs> Well, as we know, our dear Grey is a Scorpio, so not only is she far from removed from her own feelings, her birthday is also in November. Um, Accurate. So for her birthday, I was very excited. I got this little nice present for her um, because, again, as you all know, she's been on a little bit of a fitness journey. Oh, this what? year me uh, no this guru oh my god get out <laughs> but during this fitness journey she made up a little space in her garage to like work out she has like even like all these workout stuff that she tries to get me to use and i'm like no it's, it's fun heavy. <laughs> it's so heavy i don't want to lift it <laughs> we've got bands you could just you know band it up <laughs> sounds like work and i don't want to do it but anyways the whole setup's in the garage so for her birthday i got her a sign super matte super modern that says the name of this space which is the greatest gym that's right it's copyrighted no one else can take it it's because her name is gray um and let me tell you when she opened it the tears just flowing of <laughs> happiness and she was so touched by my utterly creative gift that she just could not help herself but just release these tears of just gratitude. It was so good. And I danced around the kitchen because I made her cry. It's true. It's, it's so true. Um, yeah, that gift. <laughs> look, here's the thing. Uh, it's not that I'm like just a Scorpio, but I'm also, um, my parents are like leftover colonized peoples from Samoa. So they're just like very British in the fact that they're like, like to keep a stiff upper lip and uh so we just don't really explore our emotions in our house so crying and all that from joy not one of my core tenets but i think this was the first gift i've gotten in a long time that felt like it was truly catered to me um obviously because it had my gym's name on it the greatest gym um but also like tm there was just like I think, I don't know, in that gift, I saw more than just a sign. I saw the effort. I saw the validation for the hard work that I've been doing. And I saw the fact that, like, you see me for who I am. And that's what, like, I cherish the most about you. So I really appreciate that. So don't ever fucking do it again, Arnold. Ever. <laughs> I'm just going to remind you every two months that I made you cry. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, actually, I think that is the last time I cried. Uh yep nope that was the last time i like really cried was that so you get that one my last cry of 2020 Woo! <laughs> wait but where was hers well again opposite of you i am the <laughs> i'm the crier of the duo <laughs> that's her job she um, you know and she does you do so well at it you know it's really like you can tell you know, it's a passion for you it comes naturally it really does honestly i can't pinpoint it was probably in therapy or maybe i was watching Shit's creek or i wanted to make a pizza but my oven doesn't work so i was just gonna say were you eating that. in bed because that's i've heard you cry there too you could do it anywhere <laughs> <laughs> honestly I, I don't remember the last last time i'm gonna say probably in therapy so probably right at this desk <laughs> <laughs> Just earlier this week. Yeah, probably last, last week. Yeah, last Thursday. We're going to say last Thursday. There it is. Last Thursday. And there's still so much time left. Oh, yeah. I have a full breakdown scheduled. When's it going to happen? Who knows? <laughs> I'm missing uh, one for my quota this quarter. Ooh, here's a good question that someone asked us. Um, okay, so this listener, um, they said, 
you guys talk about therapy a lot. How did you find your therapist? Oh, uh, we Googled it. Next question. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, how did you find yours? Um, honestly, there was a lot of different like services that kind of mm -hmm. hook you up with different um, therapists. Like, I think I use Reflect. I didn't use Talkspace, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So essentially, if this person is asking for advice to find a therapist, I would say have an understanding of what you want to go to therapy for and what you're looking for in a therapist for me mm -hmm. um obviously i have a lot of anxiety issues so i wanted someone that i can talk to about that but i also wanted someone who understood my identity as a queer person as a filipino person yeah. so that helps you narrow down the search but i think i talked to maybe like three or four different therapists before i was like this is the one. Um, but yeah, I had a few consultations, but yeah, make sure you go in and ask questions of your therapist. Like, yo, that is the biggest piece of advice you can give is like, you're paying for them. So make sure that they're working for you. Exactly. Exactly. Like one question I asked all of these people was like, so what did you learn in your own therapy? Oh, how am I going to buy it if they don't buy it? So I literally just asked what his name was. <laughs> what did this what did this therapist tell you? Your therapist now. Well, reason why I chose her is because she learned a lot about a holistic experience. So not just like was it CBT or affirmations or whatnot. It was a lot of grounded in meditation, shamanistic practice to like open up the mind. And so it it felt very three-dimensional in the ways that we do therapy so it's not just talk therapy yeah um experimental meditation with Ooh, yeah can i ask a follow-up question to this of course of course what's your like when you were in therapy which tool that your therapist used for like in your own therapy did, did like resonated with you the most or tool device method whatever you want to call it let me pull up my therapy notes and what is my therapy notes labeled in my phone panic mode nope <laughs> well essentially it says in case of spinning out <laughs> um so the one that i like to use a lot is the visualization of grounding so what we've worked on is roots into the earth and i kind of say that a lot to myself and i visualize it it seems kind of dark but you know like very poison ivy roots coming up to greet my feet and like like connecting me to the earth and being like you are grounded you're okay keep breathing you are a part of a larger thing than what is happening to you right now and it helps me like chill out i'm just thinking of that scene like i told lady freeze when i pulled her plug this <laughs> is a one woman show <laughs> yeah, okay. i was just thinking of like i know you're just over there wishing you had a red wig to like wear to therapy <laughs> <laughs> we all live for uma thurman as poison ivy it was yes yes the role do. of our lifetime <laughs> just a magic maiden that's what we live for the gays uh, love her but yeah that's how i found mine how did you find yours uh how did i find him honestly i got really lucky when i found my therapist um i say that because he was actually the first person that i actually ever talked to so oh you know what i lied he was the second so like arnold i also used a like an app like was it reflect right that was the app or something i think like so that? it's yeah. like a a database of like all the therapists and like you choose like what you want and what you're looking for and then so for me i was looking for a therapist that had um a lot of experience in disassociation and then with also like a lot of family trauma so because uh, that's a big part of my personality <laughs> <laughs> But I also, like Arnold, wanted to find someone who really understood my identity and could help me further grow in that identity. And so I knew I wanted to find someone who was brown, second generation, and gay. Um, and it took me 
I think he was the second therapist that I found and that I talked to. The first one was some white guy who was full of bullshit. So I was like, nope, next. <laughs> and then I found the therapist that I have now who I haven't seen for a while because we've done this self-study for the past couple of months. <laughs> which is going great it's fine that's what therapy teaches you to do is how to you know work it out and this is all just to put test it into practice put it into practice baby but yeah he was really good um with really helping me work through a lot of the issues i had around feeling like an outsider in my own family and kind of like the um, yeah, like a lot of the dissociation that I was starting to feel. And like, um, he also like really helped me to kind of come into my identity. Uh, Cause I, I said it before, like I'm one of those late bloomers who hadn't come out yet to his family till I was like 30. So, which was only last week. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no, he really helped me to like really own that. And I think a lot of it was I had to work through some of my old past trauma that I didn't even know I had. So kind of like the rooted thing. One thing that I used to always do in therapy, and it was like my favorite thing that he would make me do was like this experimental treatment where essentially there's you block out all your senses and then you kind of like get hypnotized into reliving your past trauma. But like, with more control over the situation. And so I guess the way he described it to me was that sometimes when we go through trauma, our brain writes a code like a computer does. And so anytime mm -hmm. we face that trauma again, or anything that looks like that trauma, we're like, <gasps> panic, it's trauma, get away, protect myself, protect myself. So what this therapy device, tool, method, whatever allows you to do is it allows you to kind of re-engage with that trauma but from the position that you're at now with much more power. And so you have much more control and will that you can exercise in that moment. And that really helps you to kind of like not um, heal from that, but look at that moment from a different perspective and take different things away from it. So like where as a kid, you might be like, you get yelled at every time you go outside, you'll never want to go outside. And then <clears throat> through this therapy where you like, you hold these two hand, like, and dildos. each one of them buzzes. <laughs> well, uh, what are they called? <laughs> they're like a dildo, but it's not a dildo. Uh, <laughs> there are these two um, hand controls, and you have one in each hand, and then they buzz, but they buzz um, according to the light that's traveling down this bar in front of you. So the light goes from left to right, back and forth, back and forth, and so, the, so does the buzzing in your hand. And I guess there's something about when you follow that, your mind just goes into a trance. So if you like relive that trauma, like if it's something where it's like you get yelled at every time you go outside, you never want to go outside again and you see the outside is unsafe. When you use this therapy and you can like relive it, then you can kind of look at it from a different perspective and like understand it better and also control it instead of like, oh, I don't need to go outside because of this. It was just that my parents really loved me because they were really worried for my safety and I'm okay to go outside and so it's things like it was you were able to do that and so that wasn't the example i had to work through i'm fine about going outside i have no problem with it <laughs> i choose to be a shut-in okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was one of my favorite things that um he would use on me and it really helped me to get through a lot of, of my past bullshit that i was just really holding on to right like that's so crazy how time is like more cyclical than we're taught to believe yeah also, I really was one of those people that was convinced I couldn't get hypnotized, and there I was, fully like in a trance, like every week. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you a follow-up question um, for someone who was in therapy regularly and now doing this self-study. Yeah. Um, because I I still go to therapy on a regular basis. Um, we know. <laughs> 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 how is that shift from one to the other um you know what's i think it's important for you to still carve out that time for yourself mm. and that is the important piece that i had to figure out um but it's been more challenging to kind of 
give myself therapy, but it's also been more rewarding knowing that I'm doing it on my own. Hmm. And it's not like telling yourself your own bullshit, but it's really like forcing yourself to face your bullshit. That's the hard part to like get yourself. Cause like in therapy, I think that's the piece that makes it so effective is that there's a third party who's holding you, not really holding you accountable, but forcing you to be accountable. And when you're by yourself, there's no one there, right, to do that to you. True, you can just shove that so, shit right in the back and be like, it's fine. Yeah, just like, mm, it's not a problem. I don't, I'm not worried about it, but it's like really having to sit there and like, okay, why is this bothering me? It's because I'm feeling this. It's like, you still have to do therapy. You just, you're just using the tools that you already learned with your therapist, but I think that's the piece is like the therapy piece never stops. Mm -hmm. That is always ongoing and you have to give yourself that space, whether it's like 10 minutes each day, an hour a week, whatever you can commit to, but you have to commit to some time where it's just you. And I think what helped was because I was going to the gym so much, the gym almost became my therapy because it was just me by myself, not talking to anyone. And I'm just like in my own head going through my own thoughts, working through my own anxieties. And like, that's what kind of like, helped me to feel okay to like take a break from therapy like actual like therapy for a while nice so like having the tools to actually do that work yeah i mean it's it's great to like live with the tools now rather than just like always going into panic mode but there's something more rewarding i think about knowing that you're doing it on your own mm. i don't know you feel a little some some when you like work through a problem you're like oh my god <laughs> Look at me, just a cool comic. I got this. <laughs> I'm so well adjusted. <laughs> so I'm not going to say like, I encourage everyone who's in therapy to get out of therapy, but I would encourage everyone to go to therapy because whether you do it by yourself or you do it with a professional, it's important to like focus on yourself um, every once in a while. Yeah. Like just in general, having goals for why you want to go or what you want to go in for. Um, super helpful you know what and that's the piece too because we both spent like months before actually getting into a therapist's office oh yeah looking and trying to figure out what the fuck we needed to go to therapy for i don't feel well <laughs> i'm angry and i don't know why <laughs> oh god you know how many times i had that conversation with him <laughs> he was like girl again <laughs> Be like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. See, me and my therapist, we always call each other girl. I love that. <laughs> oh, are we friends? <laughs> it helps if you have a therapist that you like, though. Like, you have to you have to like your therapist. Oh, you definitely need to like your yeah. therapist. Yeah. Especially if you're yeah. going to be forking over all that cash. Yeah. For sure. And also talk to your therapist about, like, how to pay. Because, like, a lot of them have sliding scales. that They'll be very accommodating with insurance or even if without insurance like a lot of people will accommodate they just really want you to get help is yours through insurance um i can get mine reimbursed through oh same um, yeah like like i have to send the super bill over it's like a whole thing but yeah, i haven't done that yet <laughs> which i don't think i can anymore. it's fine whatever money well spent but that said it is money well spent and so if you are like if you do have a health plan already and you like you're looking for therapists that are in network i wouldn't my advice would be to not limit yourself to that because mine mm -hmm. we both found our therapists outside of network and so that was not because like we were trying to find something fancy but I, for me it was like i really needed to find someone who get who got me and who could help me yeah mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. it's money well spent honestly the best money you'll ever spend totally and yeah, like I keep going to mine, like my anxiety is better, but like we do like, again, a lot of guided meditations, a lot of decolonization work and going mm -hmm. to the history where it stems from. It's just like, I learn a lot, not just about myself, but like how to frame the world. And like, that's why a lot of the reasons why I still like to go. So yeah. you'll never know what you get with therapy. You never it's know. delightful. Good question, listener. <coughs> I don't know, that's a meaty one. Well, in the spirit of keeping things light and fun, this one, <laughs> this one's fun. So what was your, quote, first time, unquote, like? Mm. Um, on the podcast? We recorded it. It's episode zero. It's horrible. <laughs> you can listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> Podcasts or anywhere else that podcasts are available. <laughs> Our first time 
What a sicko. I can't wait to answer this. Um, my first time was in... Actually, let me look this up real quick before I answer it. Because I want to... What? You have a, you have a log book? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to scroll back your Rolodex? Just give me a minute. So my first time was at a good night inn in Fremont, California. <laughs> Oh my god, no, that wasn't my first time. Well, anyways, same story. It was repressed memory. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I totally forgot about so I was 23. I matched with this like older gentleman on Grinder. Not matched, Ooh. whatever, you know, we <laughs> <laughs> and um I hit him up and I'm like, hey, blah 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 blah. And then he's like, hey, yada yada yada. And um yeah, so I uh, was still living at home so I texted and I was like oh I'm gonna be home late I have to work late and <laughs> I drove to his apartment and I was like so nervous that I like got out the car and I almost walked back into my car I walked up to the front door that I walked back to my car and I was like bitch you better get that ass in there and fucking throw it and um I was like you've been practicing enough god damn it <laughs> <laughs> just in the mirror this just isn't a single player game anymore you need another one so <laughs> i go into his apartment he's like way shorter than he said he was he's way older than he said he was ah uh, grinder <laughs> and, oh, and then it was like the awkward hey how are you oh cool yeah so do you you, you just want to go in the bedroom or on the cat <laughs> it was so awkward it was just uh, it would, yeah, there were none of the confidence that I have today was um, available at that moment. <laughs> and so we went in his room. I remember I liked his room because he had really tall ceilings and like an all white um, bed set. So I was like, ooh, this is like really chic. Love this. He had money. <laughs> and um, yeah, we uh, did the deed and uh, I lost my V card, gave it to that guy that day. And then um, afterwards, he tried to offer me um, dinner, take me out to dinner. And I was like, uh, no, I got to go. <laughs> like, went home. What? I was, like, so nervous that I even that I had just done it. I was just like, because <laughs> I was still in the closet. So I was like, oh, my God, you're officially gay. I think that was the piece where I was like, you're officially, <laughs> you're officially a gay. And uh, there so, was no yeah. parade when you got out. Like, hooray, <laughs> congratulations. I'm like, I'm Streamers and go go boys on roller skates. And just share in the background, changing wigs. Yeah, so that was my first time. I guess the second time was at the Good Night Inn. He was fun. He was a lot of fun. The one thing I will say about my first time that it freaked me out, and I think that's why part of the reason I left is the smell. Like his scent reminded me of my dad and it was so creepy uh, like it was like that old spice mixed with like dried sweat kind of thing and i just like i mean i obviously still went through with it so whatever but he didn't look like my dad but it was just like the smell caught me every once in a while what is that yeah that i'll take you out of yeah. the moment yeah so i was like i gotta go but he was a good first for me i think i like that it was an older guy he, he kind of was like good about like Hey, just put your back like this and like lift this up and I'm just little little guiding. <laughs> Literally like just like starfishing on the bed and he's like, Well, why don't you you know, pull your I'm like, What? What do I do? He's like, You have to relax. I'm all I am relaxed. <laughs> what are you it was, saying? It was just all of the anxieties of a first like a first encounter experience that like it it ever could be. It was all of those things, all those like stereotypical <laughs> like first time things. It was they were there. So ah, oh. that was mine. I don't even know his name. That's the sad part. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. We lost that <laughs> card, thankfully. So you remember the smell. <laughs> that's, that's the calling card. You know how I love a smell. So <laughs> she, does. she really does. Oh my god, wait, is that important for you? That's really important for me on a guy. Smell? Yes, 100%. The minute he starts to stink is the minute you know he's not for you anymore. Fact. But yeah, what about her first time? Uh, Oh god, mine was in college. 
freshman year of college with a woman. <gasps> what? Oh my god, I keep forgetting this. Oh my <laughs> Everyone is shook. shook. <laughs> <laughs> with my college girlfriend, yes. We played that whatever, sexuality is a spectrum. She's queer. Um exactly. Again, it was real stereotypical. We were it was in the dorms, we were in her room, and then of course I was like you could pluck this out of like any coming of age teen dramedy. Like we were just in her room, we were talking about it, we were on her bed, and I was like, Well well, do you wanna? Only if you wanna. Yeah, I wanna. Do you wanna? Okay, we can film. That is literally the most closeted gay like guy response to this is like, well, do, do you wanna have sex? Most guys are just like, get over here. Well, I I don't know. Do, do, do you wanna do it? I... Consent is important. Um, Big facts, remember that. But yeah, she said yes. And then I was like, awesome, great. Um, so I remember this part very vividly. She didn't have any condoms in her room. Um, so I had to go to my dorm and I remember this was sometime in the spring because I remember I had one because like the RA had condoms right outside of his room. But like people talk like if people go to mm-hmm. like go get some, they're going to be like, ooh, because we're all a bunch of fucking 18 year olds being like, ooh, what's going on? Who are you sleeping with? So, like, I remember I had one from, like, a Valentine's Day thing that we all went to in my drawer. So I went to my room, got that. And, of course, it's, like, this cherry red. I believe it was even scented, maybe even flavored. I don't even know. So I got that, went back upstairs in a rush because I was so excited to finally have sex. And then, again, it was just, like, real awkward Again, it was both of our first time. We didn't have moves. Like, it was just, like, two boards rubbing against each other. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Straight sex sounds so boring. But also, sit in my gay sex yeah. story, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was fine. It was really awkward because, again, it was her first time as well. So, it was a bit uncomfortable. Not just emotionally, but physically because anatomy and whatever. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just real awkward. What was your first time with a guy? Or when was your first time with a guy? Oh, we don't have to keep this story much... in, but I want to hear it. No, this was, no, we can. This was much later with my first boyfriend, um, at his apartment. Um, much later as in still in college or <laughs> out of college? Out of college. Just, okay. We're back in the Bay and, um, I was at his apartment and oh my god his apartment was so janky his mattress was on the floor oh girl it wasn't even like he just moved in like he had been there a while but the mattress was on the floor like not even a box spring and then a match it was just mattress carpet floor dust on that mattress no 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 Ugh, it was bad and i remember we we put on because you know this was like netflix and chill prime time just we put on the social network (laughs) um remember this vividly um we put on the social network and then things get a little hot and heavy and um clothes start coming off things start coming off and again you know this was unexpected so we didn't have any fleeting experience let's just put it that way (laughs) beforehand that's something if you're straight don't take like don't take for granted the fact that you guys can fuck whenever whenever you want like i'm sure there's some gays so, who are like i can fuck whenever i want to not this bitch i like to eat chili no dog. so <laughs> i had tacos for lunch so yeah keeping that in mind we were we were getting into it so we were in doggy and i was getting it and like the laptop was still in view so like i'm half watching the social network and brenda songs talking about some dude (laughs) (laughs) and half getting it from the bag and i remember he goes oh and i'm like oh and oh oh god not what you want to hear residue (laughs) has come off and then he was like yeah i don't want to anymore because apparently poop freaks him out um whatever it happens which like that's normal come on at this point 
getting with it. So he wanted to stop and I was like, okay, fine. That's fine. We can finish watching the social network. And so we did. We stopped halfway. And that's why I do not like the movie The Social Network. <laughs> or Brenda's song, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it wasn't her fault. It was she, she was there with me, really. She got me through it. She was your support. I like that. I like that. Yes. <laughs> Brenda Song helped me get through my first time in anal. It was great. So thank you, Brenda Song, for being there. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. <laughs> London tip in. Write it down. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Write it down. Uh, that's fun times being early twenties. I know. Man, you know, when I it literally I felt like I was like the last person on the earth to lose their fucking virginity because it was like it wasn't until i was like 23 so it was like dumb late oh, no that's not even late well what's funny though is no one ever suspected it from me which i was like living Ooh. like they were like everyone i don't know what you know i think it was because in high school there was a rumor that went around that wasn't true you got easy aid no that i fucked some girl in the back of a truck and i'm like well, first of all, I'm way too high maintenance to fuck on the back of a pickup. So <laughs> I was like, ew, she has more class than that. She likes the Golden Inn down at Fremont. It's called the Good Night Inn, Arnold. Give it some credit. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> also, I was like, did I not mention? I was like, I love this guy's bedroom. It's like all white and he has tall ceilings. And I... <laughs> it was, yeah. I'm like, uh, no. But so, yeah, no one ever suspected it. So I was like, whatever, cool. So. That's fine. Well, there it is. You have it. Our first time. Just as awkward as everyone else's. Exactly. It's what binds us together. Mm. Oh, here's a good one. A good follow-up to that question. (laughs) 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 Uh, It says, top or bottom? Okay. Also, whoever wrote this, you're rotted. Rotted. (laughs) But also, are we surprised? (laughs) Are we surprised? Yeah. No, I was like, no, I'm going to answer. I mean, obviously, I enjoy the bottom bunk. But, you know, I dabble. I feel like that's every bottom's last words. Like, oh, I'm versed, but, like, I enjoy bottoming more. But, you know, when I'm feeling it, like, topping's also fun. I mean, I'm queer. Like, it's good to have both. You can do whatever we want. both. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, obviously, you can tell that I'm, like, a big old bottom. So... <laughs> um power bottom getting that dick wet feels great but (sighs) look the way the male anatomy works um there's a special little nut inside your butt and every time someone (laughs) comes tapping on that nut you nut and uh (laughs) well let me tell you what about that nut that's what's up by dr seuss Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to say, like, oh, I'm versed, but I have and I will. But I just, like, I prefer yeah. to be on the bottom. Like, say I've, like, definitely gotten into, like, well, actually, I wanted to bottom. So it's always that fucking conversation we meet, like, another fucking, <laughs> like, quote-unquote verse bottom. And it's like, well, you said you were verse. I just said I was a bottom, so get on top, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> And then it doesn't work out because they're like all nervous and then you got to top them. And then it's just like a whole thing. So like prepped for nothing. But flipping though, flipping is the tea. You know what? I've never. Oh, no, I lied. Yeah, I have. But it was with that guy who was like being hella annoying. So it wasn't like as great as you would think. But my favorite porno was when they flip. So visually, I Mm. like the idea. Yeah, flipping's fun. I'm finishing on bottom. Let's get that clear. <laughs> oh, can I ask then? Do you like finishing as a top or a bottom more? Ooh, um, because I've had great times both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, finishing as a bottom, you really you got to work on your timing. Like you got to time it right. <laughs> you know you gotta, what I mean? If you feel like he's gonna come, you have to like start wiggling yeah. the other way. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like it is a choreographed dance. It's a five, six, seven, eight jazz hands up, down. Like it's a whole production. But when you're on top, it's like you do when you do. <laughs> like it's a guarantee. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to say the bottom. Only because only because that one, she hits different, that orgasm. It 
she this hits is fair. This way is fair. hard. And like, I think it's the closest thing a man will ever feel to like a female orgasm. Like if it's done right, yeah. like there's like times where it's like, oh, whatever. But then there's times where it's like, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> what are you doing? And then yeah. you kiss yourself. That's a whole thing. Have you ever peed during sex? Well, mm-mm, not during. Cause the really during. Yeah, I have not. Sorry, this was not shameful. I'm not shaming. I'm just no, like, no, no. really. Yeah, if like it gets hit in the right place, it's just like I'm like whatever. But it was only with a guy who said he like liked that, so I was like whatever. I wasn't like worried about it. But like, I try to hold it back. But yeah, like there's times where I'm like, especially if I'm like, if I'm riding with my like, like squatting on him riding, not like on my knees, but like yeah. you know, with your feet up and you're doing that whole bounce yeah. move, like that, mm-hmm. if it, yeah, that's the one that always makes Thigh me. Thigh workout. Yeah. Makes me fucking, these waters loose. I don't know if we're <laughs> going to put this part in, but I'm just saying for you. <laughs> I, I've definitely taken a break to pee oh see i'm just a dumb hoe and i'm like keep fucking me <laughs> be like hold on i need to pee oh no yeah i'm like that's fine put it all out it's usually <laughs> like after you pee is when you're like for me is when i know i'm getting close as a bottom oh which like i'm not saying i always pee but like if i do i'm just like oh shit fair it's yeah. um it's a whole category on pornhub so check it out <laughs> <laughs> and on that note <laughs> Anyways. This question also related. <laughs> um, this listener asked, "You get real personal on this thing." Case in point, these past two questions. Yeah. How personal is too personal? Um, as long as you don't ask about my my social security number and my credit card number, I'm fine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> right? The limit does not actually exist. I'm like, let's. The be limit real. does not exist. It's the whole reason people are probably listening anyway is because it's just completely unhinged and unfiltered so exactly (laughs) that in mind whatever it's all it's all real i have no shame honestly and it feels like i'm just talking to you this is just like what we talk about anyway so it feels quite natural what was that thing we said um shame is just what someone else's expectations or something like that yeah so i'm like in that case it all happened so it's true That's where we are. This is who we are. And so, yep, the limit does not exist. And that's what you're going to get. Okay. Oh, this one's from a younger listener. They asked for tips for Gen Z, since we've made fun of them a couple times on this show. And, you know, our brand is being the millennials. You know what? Tips for Gen Z, keep fucking being Gen Z. I love how fluid, how open, how empathetic, how, like considerate and how fucked up and chaotic gen z is so keep doing that live that energy while you fucking can because it's great right yes and vote and vote Vote, please i mean but like that's the thing that's like i don't remember like we always had like oh like kids voting things going on whether it was like on like some tv show or on like facebook or vine remember vine yeah grandpa tiktok (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like on Vine, but I just feel like no generation has mobilized as well and as synchronously, is that a word? Whatever. It is now. Yeah. As Gen Z did. Like that shit they pulled with that Trump rally, fucking gold, where they all signed up for it and didn't show up. Like that is millennials, Gen Gen X could never, boomers, forget about it. Like that was great so yeah my tip is like keep doing what you're doing gen z because i live and i'm so happy that you guys get to like be this like new generation of kids that get to do be who they are and not be afraid of their own identities i I love that for them yes yes live your truth live everything to the fullest because there is an environment for you to do that and i'm like i didn't have this growing up so it's wonderful to see this happening in real time so my thing is just like again you guys are doing it but pay it forward make sure the generation after you what are we gonna call them we're out of the alphabet alpha alpha oh that generation is gonna have a complex generation alpha girl oh yeah they definitely will i mean (laughs) gen z i just feel like the worst thing about gen z is they're very much so like you can't touch me i'm a child 
they're like that generation <laughs> just like taunting you because they're so well versed in the penal code and i'm like well did you know about the bug react because that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> do they know the british penal code yeah um not so wordly now huh but yeah i would say pay it forward make sure the generations next has it better than you had it that's good advice actually yeah, I second Arnold's advice. Do what you do, but also pay that shit forward. Hell yeah. Next one. A couple questions on this next one. So we kind of like combined it. Love life, like advice for the young ones or any experience on Tinder or dating app. Let's give some love advice for these children. Uh, girl, if I had any, I would let you know. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? Look, if you don't have the love of your life in your life, then just be thankful for all the love that you do have in your life from your friends, from your family, most importantly, from yourself. Period. But also, Tinder is some bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that damn app. I swear to God. Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel, whatever the fuck the other ones are called. Fuck them all. They're so annoying. Um, yeah. But they can also be kind of fun. I mean... <laughs> Well, when we did have life, it's like dating apps are fun because it's it's waiting in line time being like, oh, I'm waiting in line for my coffee or I'm waiting for the subway to arrive. What I'm going to do, I'm going to open up an app, see yeah. what strange is around here. So in that regard, that's why it's fun. But dating sucks 97 percent of the time. Like, yeah, it's going to suck. It's going to suck a lot. But that 3% when it's fun and good and you find someone who you like click with, like, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know when I get to that 3%. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still on 92. So a couple of more points before I'm up there. <laughs> she's downloading. She's she's getting there. Um, what's like, do you have any advice for any youngin' on Tinder? Um, it's It sounds generic, but like, put conversation starters on your bio like oh my god yes coffee is not an interest hiking is not an interest that shit you can talk about when you match say something interesting put fun facts like actually fun facts like things that people can ask questions about you know don't put your height that's stupid no one cares <laughs> well i mean unless no actually look. people care <laughs> unless i'm swiping <laughs> People care too damn much. I'm just like, is height a big one for you? Vanity wise, like, I would like us to be able to share clothes. Oh my God. I just want a bigger wardrobe, really. So, yeah, equal <laughs> height, equal height. Equal height, equal height and yeah. similar shoe size. Yeah. You could at least I mean, the guy I'm dating yeah. now is like six foot. So, uh, uh. I'm so lonely over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have any, like, thing like, sarcastically witty to say other than just like <laughs> i'm so single over here so someone come wipe this ass up uh honestly no that's good advice though if i had to give anything um it would be don't fucking ask people if they want to video chat or like talk on the phone after you've just said hello to them you fucking weirdo <laughs> that is a some of these guys, I don't know what, and like maybe some of these girls know it too from like these other guys, like from straight men. I don't know if it's like a gay guy thing or a guy thing, but like some of these people be real anxious to like hear what the fuck you sound like. I'm like, listen to my podcast. The hell? <laughs> Get us the listenership. I definitely have. I've gotten like, you know what? It's funny. I've actually gotten like four guys from Tinder to listen to the podcast. But really? Yeah. They like, um, and it was like, oh, they probably didn't check it out. And then they're like, oh, like spirituality. I like what you did there. Aww. Which one are you? Are you Arnold or Gray speaking? On? <laughs> well, my profile doesn't say Arnold, does it? So, yeah, I talked to a lot of idiots, though, obviously. <laughs> it's funny if they were listening now. That would suck. Oh, well. <laughs> we can edit it out. All right. Well, all right. Oh my god, should we take a fucking break? Oh shit, we always forget to do this. It wouldn't be our final episode if we didn't forget to take a break. <sighs> Alright, we will be right back. Hello. Are we back? Are we here? Can you hear me? Yes. Hello, hi. 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 What? Can you actually not hear me? 
No, I can. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I was like, oh no, technical issues again. Everyone's like, see, their sound's garbage. I just, I, I don't know. It's like, what the sound quality? God. That's Ugh. just our right. voices. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just the sound of our voices. It's garbage. That's all. So, um, I think we've got one final question. And mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's probably a good one. Uh, so this listener who shower name nameless because it wasn't me. <laughs> Don't leave that in. <laughs> we have our last question. And this listener wanted to know, which I thought was a good question to keep for last. What have mm-hmm. you learned from doing this podcast? Learning. I know. Are we supposed to learn something? Is there a test? I'm Uh, taking notes. (laughs) It's going to be multiple choice. Um, C. It's always C. Always. Honestly, I've learned to be at peace with the sound of my own voice. I know it's a small one, but I think it's definitely one of the things I've learned from doing this podcast. Being like, you know how people like always hate the sound of their own voice? I'm like, it's just my voice. It's fine. Yeah. It is what it is. That's such a gay thing. Do I sound gay? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah. 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 I've definitely had to face that internalized homophobia. Being like, oh my god. I have a lisp. <laughs> just, I'm a Slytherin. I can't help it. <laughs> Slither Slither. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard one to learn too, because damn, I sound that gay. Wow. Okay. Well. Say lovey, tis my voice. It is what it is. So yeah, definitely yeah. On the lower spectrum, that's that's one. And you, sir? Um, I learned how to use a Google Doc. That was good. So mm, helpful, <laughs> helpful. Uh, no, what I I think what this podcast was and like is probably more of like the off-air stuff that we do, but like learning how to work with a friend on something. It was like a big deal because like Arnold and I have not had arguments, but we've had debates numerous <laughs> times. And I think before I was like very scared to have those debates, but now I'm just like, oh, it's nothing. We're just working. So no. yeah, yeah, it's all for the podcast. It's fine. So <laughs> I mean, not that like we're just like I go out seeking them, but you know, if they arise, I'm like, oh, it's nothing. Yeah, I think that's like been like the nice thing to like learn how to like work with a friend. Be like super productive. So I enjoy what we do more than my actual like day job. Cause like this is like fully us. We're fully here for it. And like it's a space of just us talking and creating this vulnerable space that I'm very, very proud of. So I just yeah. want to say that. I think, yeah. I mean, going off a point I said earlier, like you really need that space every week for yourself to like have a little bit of therapy whether it's with your friend by yourself or whoever with your actual therapist and that's what this like show really reminded me because i think this show really helped me get through that by having this kind of like space for us to talk about some like heavy shit but with a light hand so it really just like got me really comfortable with being like quote-unquote vulnerable and like talking about shit that i probably wouldn't talk about out loud in a group but you know now there's a whole group of you listening, so yeah, I want to normalize these conversations. Yes, it's that that we need to normalize these conversations. I don't know. There shouldn't be a stigma around wanting to talk about trauma and healing and the things we struggle with and the things we want to keep learning and healing from. What anything else? I was like, any other fun things? I also learned that like I say a bunch of shit on this podcast that I have no recollection of. <laughs> On that same note, like, it is a glaring mirror of how much I say the phrases, I mean, oh. or again, I need to switch up my my lexicon a bit and my conversational patterns. Also, apparently I have like a bit of a vocal fry, because every time Arnold <laughs> and I are like, I wouldn't say Arnold and I, when, every time Arnold's editing and I'm watching... <laughs> <laughs> You'll see, like, you know, a normal, like, sound wave for Arnold. And then for me, it's just this, like, high-pitched, like, or, like, massive <laughs> blob followed by this long tail of just my voice. Like, uh... 
<laughs> so apparently I've been in California for too long, but I'm like born here, so like whatever. But yeah, I'm excited to keep doing this and explore more new experiences with old traumas in season two. I cannot <laughs> wait to just gonna be. rip the fucking lid off season two and just go hammer that. <laughs> Uh, no one's ready no one's ready we're not even ready no that's true we haven't actually started the google doc yet so it's coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i think that's something that the podcast song that it's like it doesn't feel like work when you actually give a fuck about something <laughs> big facts like when people are like oh i'm passionate about my work so it never it never feels like i'm at work this is the first time i felt that and i'm like that shit's true like when you actually really mm-hmm. enjoy something i'm like feel some type of way about it like the work just kind of seems like fun yeah we're just making a podcast it's not like we're trying to solve world hunger but still it's super fun so yeah we work at this all right for the last time this season let's go to our favorite segment in the show how How dare dare you you? all right so again for all you listeners out there this part in the show in which we scroll back to our instagram feeds and read some self-help quotes that just read us for filth tug at the heartstrings in such a personal way it just makes us say how How dare dare you you? all right would you like to go first yeah so um this was a quote from black girl introverts all one word it's a community blog on instagram and their thing is a safe haven for female introverts to feel empowered grow learn and connect work and i was like tick 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 so this post said you may not be where you want to be but be proud that you're not who you used to be Mm. i was like oh thank you for the reminder how dare you god damn it because yeah like i don't know like you know i think i still feel some like sometimes where i'm like I should be doing more. I could have more, blah, 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 blah. You know, like having family members that are doctors will do that to you. So, (laughs) um, so yeah, but then, yeah, I mean, I'm really proud of like who I'm not anymore. So not just like, oh, I lost some weight. I mean, like that, like not that, but like, you know, who I used to be before therapy, who I was like 10 years ago versus who I am now. I'm much, I love this version of myself so much more. And it's also taught me to love that previous version of myself mm. as well, in which I didn't know how to do. So that's like a real big thing. So yeah, I'm proud of who I am today. Mark, loving that. And like also get out of my head because mine is also along the same lines with your Twitch's powers. So. <laughs> um, mine is from Rising Woman, all one word. And it says, remember not to get so caught up in quote-unquote doing the work that you forget what it's all for to create a more expansive capacity to experience joy pleasure and play and i'm like yeah bitch like girl i i do feel like i get in times of struggle like i'm like am i doing the work am i using my tools am i grounded am i (laughs) am i this am i that and remembering that or trusting that I know these skills. That's it. And they're they're already rooted in me that I can trust myself to rely on those things more than I actually consciously do and have more space to be like, girl, you're okay. You're good. Like you can handle this. And you can handle it in a healthier way in which you previously did not. So like you can let go of it, you know? You don't have to latch on so tightly to like like it's a doing the work like am i doing the work like yes you are like you can trust that you are and just breathe a bit michelle branch breathe can i just breathe (laughs) yeah is that her that's That's the song right (laughs) yeah do i know the words no but i know the melody so i mean could we call that a melody but Uh... (laughs) 
Yes. Um, I have a voice meant for speaking, not for singing. So that's like such a good point too to bring up is like to learning how to like let shit go. Like you don't have to hold everything. Like you can if you want to, but I mean, girl, it gets exhausting. Let it go. Yeah. What's the point? Like we're doing all this work to do less work. So sometimes you can do less work. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. That's what I always exactly, say. darling. Well, there it is. Did we just wrap up season one? Yeah, I think we did. We sure did. Well, on that note, a big, big, big thank you to all you idiots who have stayed tuned with us this whole season. We really are so appreciative for you listening. Um, so while we're gone, don't worry, it won't be a long break. But while we're out, don't forget to follow us on IG at Very That Podcast. And while you're there, feel free to check us out. You already know our Instagram handles are way too long to say on this podcast. So I'm not doing that. We tag ourselves and everything. So just click on it and go right to our pages if you want to check it out. And if you have any questions, you want to hear us answer on the podcast or just some piping hot tea, feel free to shoot us an email at podcastverythat at gmail.com. That's podcastverythat at gmail.com. Oh, my God. We have to say goodbye now. I don't want to. No, I'm good. I bye. Do. bye. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs>